0: So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to another VA Claims Insider uh, educational video. Um, we'd like to um, welcome you here today. We're going to talk about somatic symptom disorder. I'm coach Jen Chess, and I'm here with-
0: Hi, I'm coach Eddie Chavarria.
1: I wasn't Love sure you. how to say your last name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever is.
1: it is. Um, so we'd like all of our veterans to um, shout out, let us know where you're here from, what branch you're from. Um, just say hey and let us know that you're here and you're you're here to learn.
0: Yeah, years of service, all that stuff. Awesome.
1: We want all the shout-outs. We want to say hey to all of our team members who are here as well. Shout outs to our team. And I think we'll go, we'll go ahead and get started. Coach Eddie and I have Um, worked on an outline for us to work off of so that we can stay in the game while we do this. Um, And we're going to talk about somatic symptom disorder. Um, I know it's a relatively new term, um, an actual diagnosis, and um, it's becoming more and more... People are becoming more and more familiar with the term and the diagnosis. Um, But we kind of want to give a couple other... Um, directions to come at it for a full understanding of somatic symptom disorder, how to file for it and what it really means.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely a, a new thing, right? Um, just within the past couple of years, uh, the VA has recognized that and um, it is a, a new diagnosis um, that a lot of people don't even um, realize is out there. Um, so we want to help uh, get the information out so that uh, everybody knows what it is and if they they qualify for it to uh, definitely get what you deserve.
1: And in the past, the VA has rated chronic pain disorder, chronic pain syndrome, and chronic pain syndrome has kind of been thrown into this diagnosis um, to be all encompassing not only the pain, but the emotional fallout that goes along with suffering from chronic pain or another thing that um, impacts your lifestyle could be uh, a chronic illness that you know takes makes you not no longer able to participate in certain aspects of life, work, family, things that bring you joy that you can no longer participate in, maybe because of your chronic pain, but also because of a chronic illness, um, you know, cancer. Um, um, Bladder or bowel issues, the the real lifestyle impact of all of the service connected conditions. So that's what we're going to talk about as well.
0: Yeah, and uh, I just wanted to add also the the uh, the physical aspect of uh, the service connected uh, physical aspect can can now be uh, acknowledged as far as. Having that impact on your life, it's not just the pain you're going through, um, but it's also, uh, like you said, a big lifestyle impact, and that's key to the SSD, um, somatic symptom disorder.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what SSD is. It's a lifestyle impact claim. Um, so, like Eddie was referring to the chronic pain, um, you know, physical pain. Uh, I I can no longer do these. These activities, I can't. Uh, I can't run. I can't play basketball. I can't vacuum. Um, I can't carry boxes. I can't do these because of the physical impairments that impact your lifestyle um, on a social, emotional, and occupational level. So that's that's um, kind of the big picture with with somatic symptom disorder, and we're going to break that down for you. Do you want to um, share the definition of somatic symptom disorder, Coach?
0: Sure. Um, So, somatic symptom disorder, and and apologize because I don't have this memorized. It's a hard one, Um, but I want to read it off so that everybody knows what it is. Uh, Somatic symptom disorder, uh, SSD, occurs when a veteran feels extreme depression and or anxiety about physical symptoms such as chronic pain or fatigue. The veteran has intense thoughts, feelings, and behaviors related to symptoms that interfere with daily life. A veteran with SSD is not faking his or her symptoms. The pain and other problems are real. They may be caused by a medical problem. They may not, but it's the extreme reaction and behaviors about his or her symptoms that are the main problem.
1: Exactly. So some examples of conditions that may result in somatic symptom disorder, this is not all inclusive, I promise, Um, but obviously chronic pain, um, a medical diagnosis, um, as I stated earlier, um, cancer, um, COPD, um, a a, a chronic condition, diabetes, um, a chronic condition that limits you, Um, can cause severe emotional responses. Um, Something that, um, gosh, I'm sorry, I just stumbled on myself. (laughs) You're good, you can edit. (laughs) Um, Some of the symptoms related to somatic symptom disorder, obviously chronic pain, um, anxiety, um, knowing that the pain or the symptoms or limitations are going to Um, affect the activity or the family event or your job, having anxiety, knowing that, you know, a flare up's coming, knowing that there's a limitation related um, that you're preparing for depression. Um, Am I ever going to be right? Am I ever going to be fixed? Am I going to deal with this forever? Or knowing that I'm going to deal with this condition forever causes depression, Um, remorse, the events that you're missing out on. I missed my my kiddos basketball game, because I can't walk up the bleachers. I I missed graduation because I can't walk that far from the car. Clearly remorse and guilt. Um, isolation, I don't want people to know. Um, I don't want people to see. Um, I just don't wanna be around people because I have to deal with this condition. And sleep disruption. We, we all know that pain, pain causes major sleep disruption. Um, and that causes all of the above, irritability, um, depression, sadness. Um and then <laughs> yeah. yep, walking Over. ducking example. Exactly. And then of course the suicidal ideations, active or passive, you know, if you just know I can't live with this, you know, my family would be better off if I, you know, wasn't here complaining. That's that's a, a, a passive, passive ideation. And if you've ever had, you know, an active plan um or or attempted. You know that's that's part of the condition. The condition um, can be blamed for these symptoms and impairments.
0: Yeah, and I'm so, I'm glad yeah. you, I'm glad you brought up some of these uh, lifestyle impacts uh, because in it, a lot of people don't realize they 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 normalize this in their daily their daily life like it's normal because we're just trained that way, right? Um, but you got to understand that. Uh, we're not in the military anymore. Um, these are not normal. It's okay to have them, but you need to you need to stand up and recognize them and, and get what you deserve because of them. So that's, that's a big thing that I wanna push out there.
1: It's very empowering to identify not only the symptoms and impairments, but to identify the source. So I'm a cranky old man. Um, I'm not, you weren't born a cranky old man. I think my stepdad was, but maybe you weren't, Eddie. <laughs> you weren't born a cranky old man. You know, things have happened. You've you've lived. You've been through. You've been through the service. You've been through relationships. You've been through loss. You've, you're experiencing pain. You've got service connected conditions, and you know, all of this culminates, and it is part of why you are the way you are. It may be affecting your relationships. And, you know, I've been divorced, not me, <laughs> I've been divorced three or four times. Um, I just can't, I just can't seem to get it right. Or every, I, I don't have friends. I don't want friends. Um, it affects your relationships and your ability to interact with, with other people on all different levels, again, at work, in society and at home.
0: Yep. Um, so, uh. Do you wanna, uh, Jen, do you wanna, Coach Jen, do you wanna go into next uh, filing for uh, SSD and how we we can uh, assist on on understanding that?
1: Sure. Um, So the first thing you want to do is determine if you're eligible by law to file an SSD claim. Um, Most often your SSD claim is gonna be secondary to your already service-connected primary condition or conditions. Um, When you're filing the claim, it's gonna ask you to select one at your CMP, um, you can get more in depth about, you know, the specifics. Um, You do need a a medical diagnosis, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an SSD diagnosis, um, because depression, anxiety, insomnia, um, generalized anxiety disorder, those are all branches of um, and, and symptoms of a somatic symptom disorder, so you do need a mental health diagnosis that can be pointed directly through a nexus to um, your service-connected condition or conditions. Um, You will need uh, a current complaint of that condition, so um, of the mental condition. So you may have been diagnosed many, many years ago with major depressive disorder or SSD. Um, But there needs to be current evidence of seeking treatment, of taking meds, um, of being seen for um, this condition, Um, and evidence is really one of the biggest components besides the next statement to a successful uh, disability claim. Excuse me. Um, Medical records can be supporting evidence, but also um, other kind of evidence would be a personal statement. Um, and a buddy letter. So, witness statements from people that you live with or that you work with that deal with you while you're dealing with these symptoms and impairments is a huge, huge help. Um, your personal statement stating that, you know, my baseline is no longer my baseline, my symptoms have gotten worse. Here's what I'm dealing with now, and here's how it directly affects my life. That is a a very powerful statement, and your statement is testimony, and Mm -hmm. your testimony is evidence. Um, So having the diagnosis, um, having that nexus, being able to strongly prove Mm -hmm. that your condition is related to your other service-connected conditions and supporting evidence Mm -hmm. is what you need um, to be able to file a SSD claim.
0: And uh, I just wanna, you you put out a lot of good information there, and I just wanted to to piggyback on a couple good points that you you made. Um, even though this is an SSD um, training, um, when we go in and get get uh, evaluated, we're not doctors, so we're going to let them do their job, right? So they can diagnose what they need to diagnose, as long as it's uh, like you said, it meets those criteria, right? The, the Kalooza triangle, you know, um, if that's met, you're good to go. Right. Um, another thing that, that is very key, um, personal statements and buddy letters. Sometimes that fills in some gaps that me personally, I didn't know until I got a, 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 a buddy letter, uh, from a couple of friends and my wife. Um, it's like the the outside looking in. Um, you get some of that information, and it's an eye opener, and it can help. So I just wanted to add those those little points right there.
1: Absolutely, and I um, I have my veterans, uh, my married veterans, um, or significant others. I have them when they when they're reviewing the rating criteria and the thirty one symptoms and impairments. And I'll jump back to that in a second, but. Um, I have them do that with their significant other because that it, it could be enlightening. Um, you go through those thirty-one symptoms and impairments, and you recognize what you believe is applicable to your condition and what you suffer from. But your wife may be like, "Wait a minute! I see this. I see this often." And so it's it's enlightening, and it and it opens up a a, a door for some therapeutic com- conversations sometimes between um, couples. So I always you know recommend if they've got a supportive Person in their life that they can have this conversation with. It's really helpful. Um, but like I was saying about the, the 31 symptoms, the VA, um, and a lot of people don't know this. I have a lot of this conversations with my veterans as well. Um, the VA, you need a diagnosis, you do need a, a mental health diagnosis. You're not rated on your diagnosis. You are rated on specific criteria that the VA has set um, off of mental health evaluations and you're rated on those 31 symptoms and impairments. Um, The evidence showing that you suffer from them um, and the level of severity and that level of severity on a social, emotional, emotional, and occupational level. So again, in society, at home and at work. Um, So to quote Dr. John, you could be diagnosed with jelly beans, but as long as you're, you're listing and, and referencing those 31 symptoms and impairments, you will be rated. Um, mm-hmm. And that's exactly how they rate. All of the mental health diagnoses are rated on the same criteria. So that's yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, why, that's why we always coach, um, we always coach to know your symptoms, be familiar with what's in your medical records and know your symptoms.
0: Exactly. What's next, jetty?
1: Let's see. I think well, there's CMP tips. Go ahead.
0: Um, we can maybe go into um, to qualify. So. So I just wanted to add also, um, to qualify, um, a lot of people um, don't understand that even though you are service-connected at zero, you know, is that a good thing? Yes, it is a good thing because you you did have to battle. Um, They acknowledged your service-connected claim, so now you are service-connected for it, Uh, however, the rating is at zero. Um, all that means is you have room to expand from there. If if in the future it gets worse, right? Uh, like I said, the half of the battle is over. You got it, service connected. That's that's usually the hardest part. Um, so I just wanted to add that um, as we're going into um, explaining SSD as a secondary um, to any of your already service connected uh, disabilities, and also want to add, if your primary is at 0%, that still counts. You can still have emotional you know, trauma from a, a service-connected issue that's at 0%. So that's still valid. And and I just wanted to point that out as we go forward.
1: I, I kind of want to use an example, just kind of a, a sample claim. Um, mm-hmm. As if a uh, a veteran isn't already rated for a mental condition. Um, so I'm going to use as an example a veteran who has been rated for tinnitus, um, for a lower back strain, um, and a wrist injury. Okay, so all of those conditions. Um, actually, I'm going to I'm going to take out the sh- the the wrist and I'm going to add diabetes. So, say we're our veteran is rated for all three of these. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, all three of them have different different levels of impact on your lifestyles. Okay, um, the tinnitus causes the anxiety and the sleep disruption clearly, um, and that impacts you because you're irritable, you have lack of focus, lack of motivation. Um, you know, it impacts you on on, on several levels. Then you have um, you have your back strain, chronic pain. There's your physical limitations. Um, I can't do this, I can't do that. I can't do the steps and it's progressive. It's gonna get worse, it's continually getting worse. Um, and your diabetes, you have to take meds all the time. You have to check your blood all the time. You can't enjoy you know, the same dinner on, at sometimes as everybody else. Again, it's progressive. Um, so all of those impact you on a different level. I'm dealing with all of these. Plus, you know, I, I'm a veteran. I, I saw some shit and, uh, I, and, I'm, and I struggle sometimes. And so what do you do? Okay, well, clearly you're, you're, you've got service-connected conditions that impact your lifestyle. Um, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get an, a, a psych eval. We're gonna, we're gonna get you a diagnosis and a nexus. Um, we have a network of providers that we refer to Um, And you also likely have your own provider or go through the VA. The very first step is to obtain a diagnosis. So whether it is SSD, whether it is PTSD, anxiety, you just need to get that condition diagnosed. Um, If you go through your own provider, you can use a very strong personal statement to try and provide that nexus, to try and draw that connection Um, in your own words, with your own examples, um, or again, our providers, the providers that we refer to can do both: issue that diagnosis using the same criteria that the VA rates on and issue that nexus statement. And it's up to them, they can decide, hey, these these symptoms and impairments are definitely um, at least as likely as not related to these already rated conditions or an experience or an incident in service. Um, so we can make sure that we're getting an accurate diagnosis and an accurate nexus to get that condition connected for you that's going to go be submitted as evidence still get your buddy statement still use a personal statement tell your story um, and submit that claim so all of this is going to be the evidence that you need diagnosis nexus and supporting evidence that's how you file an ssd claim in most cases um Again, with all the evidence, you're gonna be you're gonna be successful. Um, th- that's my example as far as as far as trying to get a successful yes. claim filed with for SSD. And what, is,
0: what does Brian Reese say? Get your butt to the doctor. Get your butt to the doctor. In there, get help, because that's what it's all about too. Get help and get diagnosed and get that treatment. Now you're building that evidence now you're getting your, your, uh, your claim a little meatier. Um, then, like Jen said, once you get that diagnosis, um, you look for a nexus, you know, and uh, that could be done in several ways and we can assist on that. Um, but yeah, getting, getting that diagnosis and getting that treatment um, and relating it to an already service-connected uh, disability or a traumatic uh, event, that happened during the military. Those are all the key key factors in getting a successful claim, uh, especially in mental health. So,
1: and yeah. just just a little addendum. Um, so, when you're rated on, we're gonna I'm gonna use an knee exa- uh, ankle for an example. If you're rated on an ankle, you're rated on your painful motion. So, you're measured on your flexion, your extension, and your rotation. And when where that hurts. The chronic pain for your ankle, that pain that you feel when you're not flexing, you're not extending and you're not rotating, that is compensated in your SSD claim. Um, The pain that isn't limiting that joint um, or that condition is not rated in that conditions rating. (laughs) Um, But it is, that's where the rating, that's where the compensation comes in in the SSD claim because it's chronic. Uh, and right. it affects you more than just physically. Right. So I, I like to make sure that my veterans are aware of that. Yeah, if your ankle may hurt, but they're not going to raise your that specific rating because of chronic pain. The chronic pain is in another rating, and that's going to be in your mental health, your SSD rating.
0: Right. Very true. Um, you know, one of the one of the big things on all this, right, is you want to uh, represent your your worst day also, Um, just like we always say, right? Um, Let them know what that day is that um, you're down in the dumps because your knee is just throbbing. You're on the couch all week and your kids are, uh, you know, disappointed because you can't play, play with them outside. Um, How does that feel? You know, that gives you, I mean, that would give me depression. That would give me anxiety too because I know that I have to do things throughout the day. Um, so even though that day your knee may be all okay, you still need to focus on letting them know what the worst day is and how it makes you feel. Um, and then again, like we say for all of it, be uncomfortably vulnerable. Um, you know, all these uh, uh, symptoms, uh, for instance, the the depression, suicidal ideations, it might be embarrassing or even regretful to say, but you need to get it out so that they know what you're going through and they rate you accordingly. Because if you don't tell them, they won't write it down. I always say that.
1: Yep, again, represent your worst day and be vulnerable. You may have things that you have said or done um, because of your irritability or your tendency to rage Um, or your remorse, but these examiners are the people that you wanna share that with. It's not going in a public record. It's not gonna be used against you. It's going to be used to benefit you. So if you're gonna ever bear all, share all, this is where you wanna do it. Um, Even if you're in there and you feel like the examiner doesn't believe you or doesn't have time for your story, tell it, tell it. Tell it as if it's the kind of day that you would see a doctor, um, that's your worst day, that's the day you wanna represent, your saddest, your maddest, your most inappropriate, um, the day that you can't, the third day that you can't take a shower. Not that you don't want to take a shower, I can't. I'm so stressed out, I'm in so much pain, I'm just so over it, I can't even take a shower. Those are the days that you represent for your CMP and for your psychobell. Exactly,
0: exactly. And um, another point I wanted to to touch on is a lot of people don't know the rating scale. Um, You know, knowing a rating scale is, is key because it lets you know what the VA is looking for at certain percentages so that you know where you deserve to be so that the fight's not over until you get what you deserve. Um, You know, for example, with mental health, it's, Ratings from zero all the way to 100, right? Um, going from 10, 30, 50, 70, and 100. Um, you need to read through those. Uh, analyze your life and your story accordingly and fit yourself in one of those uh, ratings. And if you're with us, you get with your coach, you get a good strategy, um, you go through some of the classes that we offer and you start to understand and know how to tell your story um, in in order to get that and what you deserve. Um, I, I just, I preach that to my veterans also, uh, because, uh, because if you don't know, you don't know. So you're just gonna be talking about maybe things that don't relate. So.
1: So I'm gonna take this opportunity to pitch our Mental Health Monday class for our, um, our enrolled veterans, our Mental Health Monday class is geared specifically towards our veterans who are prepping for a psych CMP or a psych eval or IMO. Um, two coaches do the presentation and it's the same presentation. We go over the 31 symptoms and impairments. <clears throat> um, and after, um, for a QA, and most, a in most cases, our SVC, Dr. John, Um, who is a retired um, psychologist, he's he's there. You know, he doesn't do therapy and he doesn't make recommendations, but he helps people with understanding um, the questions that they have. Um, He puts a lot of things in layman's terms. um, And it's really comforting to have him in there. Um, But I I always, always encourage my veterans to um, attend a call. The Q&A is where all those one-offs are going to be. Q&A is um, where you're going to pick up the most, one, confidence, um, and really kind of know exactly what to expect, both for the psych eval and the CMPs. So um, there's a lot of value in those Mental Health Monday classes. Um, And it's a forum. You know, it's a lot of people that are, you know, treading the same waters. I'm not going to say in the same situation, but definitely treading the same waters, prepping for the same situation. Um, So there's a lot of value in that. The, the development of
0: that class. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I also want to add that it's definitely a safe space um, that we offer. Um, It's fellow veterans and and veteran uh, spouses that are coaches and such. Um, Everybody understands the situation, even though everyone's situation is different. Um, So there's no judgment. And I really, really enjoy those classes. Um, I learn a lot from them also. And I've been here over six months, so uh, it's a it's a great class that we put put on on Mondays, Um, you know. And that's just one of the classes that we offer. We we usually offer um, three classes per day, sometimes more. I think on Wednesdays, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we always have one on Saturday, noon time. So if you're you're enrolled, um, please get with your coach, get the class schedules, and join as many and as often as you can you'll just get more knowledge out of it
1: absolutely again the Q&A even if you attend the CMP prep or you know the claim filing the QA Q&A is is always a free for all so you'll never you're, you're never prepared for the questions and I still as well I still learn tips and tricks from from the Q&As every time and 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 all of us coaches attend regularly so, I mean, we're in there, you may bump into your coach um, in one of the forums. So a little sidebar there. <laughs> um, I just kind of want to go through real quick, um, just some tips for, um, specific tips for a mental health CMP exam. Um, again, know what you, know your symptoms, um, know what evidence you have provided, um, know what caused your condition. Be very comfortable with being able to state, you know, this pain, um, you know, this this condition. Be, be very comfortable with being able to have your own back there. You know why you believe this condition is is affecting you, the mental condition. Um, know, know your symptoms. Be able to not use the VA's words. Use your own words. Provide um, real-life scenarios for each applicable symptom or impairment. Um, you know, be able to, you know, talk about relationships that you've had issues with maintaining marriages, um, be able to state your grossly and in, grossly inappropriate behavior. Yeah, I mean, don't feel like you're being judged. Uh, if if you've done something that's grossly inappropriate, I come from a family of Marines, so nobody's, nobody's going to surprise me. I've heard it all. Um Grossly inappropriate behavior, relationship issues, um, focus issues. Be able to provide examples. Um, be cooperative with your examiner. Um, every examiner has their own delivery. Um, it's essentially an interview, um, an examination, but again, some are going to drive the boat, some are going to let you do more driving. Uh, just be. Patient um, and and let them do what they need to do. Some exams are going to go faster. Some are going to go slower. Um, at the end of each exam, they should ask you, "Is there anything else that I need to know?" Take that opportunity. Take the opportunity if you feel like something has been missed um, to pin that to the board. I need you to know this. Um, don't ask what your rating is going to be. Don't ask what are you going to evaluate me. Are you going to give me hundred um, percent? Just. To Tell your story. Um, make sure that they know everything that you need them to know. Um, okay. Yeah, right. I, I just ahead.
0: want. Yeah, I wanted to also uh, piggyback on that one, and um, you're going to be <laughs> you're, you're going to be in an uh, an environment where they will most likely take charge and ask questions however be prepared to be professionally um, in charge also it's your claim so take a take charge of it make sure they get everything that they need to to uh, evaluate you um in consideration and uh don't let them uh try to uh, you know take that situation and kind of gear it some other direction you take charge of it and be professional and and, and be uh, respectful um, and you should be good to go.
1: I just want to remind our veterans that SSD is not just about chronic pain. Um, It's the lifestyle impact of your service connected conditions. Pain can be part of it, um, but the limitations that your service connected conditions put upon your lifestyle is really what SSD is for
0: the emotional fallout. Yep. Totally 100% agree. Um, Please, if you're a member, uh, get with your coaches, uh, you know, get the resources uh, prior to going through these evaluations so that you're comfortable and and you're prepared because those are the two things that are going to make you successful, you know. Um, And do you have anything else to add, Jen? I think... I don't. yeah, I mean, uh just stay connected. Let us uh let us know where you're uh if you haven't done so yet, let us know where you're uh coming in from and uh where you served and years of service. And uh we'll hope to see you soon and hopefully as clients.
1: Absolutely. Thanks everybody for joining us. We do look forward to serving you.
0: Thank you all.